You're listening to the County Live podcast. Christmas special with me, Martin Johnston. And me, Chris Ridgway. Ho, ho, ho. machine gun <laughs> we've got uh, we've got beers we've got christmas cake and um, talking of beers after we're sponsored this year by the spinning top the spinning top is the very best pub in stockport for uh, for, for us and for any other fans of stockport county anyone who was at the, Le- the uh, legends evening a couple of weeks ago can testify to that great beers great entertainment even the night we were on, I, th- I think it was great entertainment. Uh, perfectly located, just around the corner from the ground, just around the corner from the town centre, just around the corner from the bus station and the train station. Uh, so why would you want to go anywhere else? Great craft beer, great entertainment. Get yourself down to the Spinning Top. Indeed, Spinning Top on the A6. We were, yeah, what? We haven't been together since the uh, the Legends evening. We have not, um, um, but we did well, I think. We did. Uh, what a great night! Yeah, and you know, it was like. Any of those evenings, the legends were fantastic. You hosted it brilliantly. It was great for Mike to uh, to host us in the spinning top. But the, who made it were the fans. Get bursting into song. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love it. Usually, so I've, I've played there and many other places over the years in a, in a band capacity. You know, we're strutting my stuff, playing the guitar, and I usually hate it when people in the crowd are speaking because you're trying to put your music across and whatever. But it kind of it was just one big conversation, and the fans knew the players and vice versa. They were talk, you know, the, the players were talking about memories of years gone by that all these fans were at, uh, and it was Rainsy as well as Wardy as well as Flinny. Uh, it was just really cool. Um, so I thought it was a really good night, and um, the fans absolutely they made that night. And yeah. every one of those legends since since the evening have got in touch to say what a night, uh, absolutely incredible. Wardy just texted me saying I O County. County Io, uh, and then the fans were great. So that was testament. The players loved it, we loved it, uh, and the fans, I'm sure, did as well. And we've got some clips from that evening as well. So we're going to try and put a show together next week as a kind of end of year show. Um, oh, good. And we'll uh, yeah. And so if you you weren't able to be there, lots of people were. So thanks if you were there, and thanks for everybody by the way who came up and uh, told us because lots of people on the night told us that they, you know, one guy told us. He travelled. He travelled. He listens one nine on the one nine two on his way back from work every Friday, and he listens to us, and we get him through that one nine two journey, which we know is a hell of a bus journey. Download Spotify, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and we've uh, been our Christmas show. We've got some Christmas cake. Yeah, we've got some Christmas cake and we've got some Christmas beers. Got Christmas beers, and there's a good story to go with the Christmas yeah, beers we, as we, well. Yeah, we put this out on social a couple of weeks ago. Um, these were brought to us uh, by a, a county fan who, who travels. Oh. Uh, he just took it into your Christmas well, cake yeah, a little I'm, early. I couldn't resist it. <laughs> uh, he, 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 um, he, he, he's a coach driver across Europe. We'll go into his story uh, in a little while. But he bought John Kieran and myself some beers back. So I think I'm just going to. Make the show a yeah. little bit more interesting. Brought one over. These are very, very strong beers. They so are 8.5%. 8.5. That is a strong beer. <laughs> <laughs> so the quality of the beer is good. Give it an hour. The podcast quality 
Yeah. May not be. Yeah. <laughs> but what a great week to be, uh, another great week to be a County fan. And I have to say, the last time we were together two weeks ago, just before the Legends show, Jim was saying, look, you know, we're in good shape and we really want to be, you know, fighting for, for those top places come the new year. And they, they, he's, the players are delivering for him. Yeah. And that is a, that is a sign that, look... The start of the season, results didn't always go our way. You know, there was a lot that, that didn't really go to plan, and there was people questioning, as fa- football fans always do. You, you know, we tended not to get too annoyed at it all the time because it happens at any club up and down the country if results aren't going your way. Jim always said the same message: courage and faith, courage and faith. It's on the badge. Animo at Fide. You know, just keep, just keep the faith. Just keep. And the players. I think have responded to that. They are playing for that manager and they're showing the qualities. They're listening to him, they're learning from him and at the same time they're fighting for him. And now we're seeing this rise up the table. We're beating Altrincham twice already in, in cup competitions. This is the highest scoring team in the in the division. They've had two games against us, lost them both, not conceded, they've not scored any. Uh, we've got them twice in the league to come. So there's confidence all over and I think the, the cherry on top was a 6-0 win uh, at Ashton on Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking off air there, weren't we? That you know, people say, "Oh, it's only the bottom of the league." But as you said, you don't top of the league plays bottom of the league all over the country every weekend. That doesn't happen. Six 0 win. No, I mean, usually the top, you know, the team towards the top beats the team towards the bottom, and and uh, you know, that, there's a reason for that. But very rarely is it six nil. You know, you might get a one or a two nil because the team up the top are efficient and they they get they score and then they lock up. County just went for the jugular like I've not seen them do in a long time. Um, they realised Ashton's body language was all over the place, hands on hips, head in hands, talking to each other negatively, all the rest of it. Uh, and that propelled County. You know, And you've got players like Jake Kirby and Matty Warburton uh, who just want to run at you and put the ball into the back of the net. Um, you're inviting that pressure on and, and they delivered. Well, while we took into our beers, let's see what Jim thought of, uh, of those two fantastic games for County. Two games to speak over this week. We'll start with Tuesday night, a 6-0 win. Yeah, great win. Um, we felt it was going to be a tough game. Um, Altenham, I think, took a lot of energy out the lads. Uh, cold, day, big pitch. Uh, um, but Tuesday night, we looked really fresh. We looked very sharp. Um, and fortunately, we got the game won almost by half-time. Um, but really, really enjoyable evening. Um, pleased for the lads, pleased for all the fans that came along because uh, it was a great game to be involved in. I think it was pleasing for us in the stands. It must have been for you to see, even when we're 3-0 up, 4-0 up, and it's obvious that the game is won, the lads are still going and pushing for more goals. It's it's keen incentive, goal differences there, but they all want to get the name on the score sheet. They want to make this as memorable as they can. I think what was really important in the game is that you want your strikers to score, so I was really pleased for, for Jake Kirby in particular. Um, Matty obviously took his goal well. Frank got on the score sheet, so... For those three, it was really important. I think because of the nature of the game and, and their tactics, Adam Thomas was forced to defend quite a lot against Josh Gaskew, uh, which meant that really the goal threat was going to come from those three. So once those three had the goals, I, I was quite pleased uh, for them. Um, but like you said, the, the lads kept playing. I was just hopeful that uh, Niall Bell and uh, the likes of Sam Minahan, Elliot Osborne would have enjoyed being part of that and you know get the minutes under the belt because obviously by not being involved, they're also missing training on a Tuesday night as well. You've spoken in recent weeks about where you want to be come the turn of the year in the first couple of weeks in and how you want to climb the table. It looks like you're doing everything you can and obviously wins like that are going to help. Is that still your target to get as high as possible, as quickly as possible? Yeah, I think psychologically we wanted to get to the 30-point mark. We also wanted to be in the playoffs. 
Um, it's no point looking back at all the points that we dropped in situations where we could have picked up maximum teams that we allowed to take two points off us, the non-Eatons, the Herefords and, and such like. Um, we can lament where we're going to be, but we have to dust ourselves down and leave all that behind us and just focus on uh, a really tough run of result, uh, games because we knew after the FA Cup exit we were facing four away games. Um, and now on the back of three wins away from home, we're, um, we know we're in the playoffs and we know we're in the FA Trophy come the new year. So it's a good position to be in. Uh, it's a measure of the progress we're making. We also trust that we're a team that's uh, maintaining its strength and growing. Um, and we expect that in the new year, if we maintain our two, three days a week training sessions and um, get to a Saturday games, that we'll be able to maintain a high standard of fitness, uh, which will see us uh, see the season out very strongly. The other game to speak over, of course, was Altrincham. A little more complicated, if you like, but County got the job done. Does it give you confidence going into the double header against Altrincham, knowing that you've played them twice already this season, twice you've beaten them, and twice you've keeping a clean sheet? I think um, we, there's a lot, a lot of positives to take out of those two games. Um, you know, this is a team that, on both occasions, was on a great run of form, scoring goals. Uh, so for us to not only beat them but to keep clean sheet. I think the second game was a slightly different affair compared to the first one. I think the, the rest of the few players, they had a couple of illnesses, uh, a couple of new players that they wanted to get started. So they perhaps compromised their total performance by making those changes. Um, and, and definitely their, their performance was compromised by uh, Jordan Hume's terrible challenge on Jamie Stott. Um, and he was rightly sent off um, and given a free match ban. Uh, so he's likely to now not just miss the next two games for them, but also our Boxing Day clash. Um, so that'd be a bit of a blow for them. But from our perspective, it was, you know, you just have to face what's put in front of you, whether that's spending more and rise to the challenge of the, the opposition. And I think, um, no, there were two really, really good results at Spenny Moore and Altrinham. Uh, everybody expected us to beat Ashton, but uh, to do it in the style we did was 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 really, really pleasing. So uh, what it is now is just about us um, picking up the pieces from the little injuries we've picked up in those games um, and just get everybody right, get everybody back as fresh as we can, as fit as we can, because after Alfreton, we've got four teams that are above us um, and we've set ourselves up nicely now to make these games really count. Um, so, tough Christmas for everybody, uh, but we're really looking forward to now, given the form run. You touch on the little injuries that County have got. Frank Mulhern hobbled off at, uh, on Tuesday night at Ashton. What is the shape of the squad, including Frank? Is, it, is everyone looking fitter and healthier? Well, naturally, we had concern about <clears> Frank. Um, you know, I think he keeps made a great save from his first shot, and he's gone to follow up, and a, a desperate lunge from the defender to block it has meant that Frank's like kicked the bottom of his foot. Uh, we think it's just soft tissue injury and bruising. So it's just a question of getting the game ready on it and seeing how it sells. We may have to leave him out of training tonight just to protect him. He's a tough lad, uh, Frank, and he'll want to play. Um, but we have Niall, we have Darren, we have Sam Walker returning from injury. So the squad's going to have a very strong 16 or 17, whether Frank's fit or not. But uh, I think Frank will be desperate to play and continue his own good form and hold on to that number nine shirt. After the weekend is going to be a, a tricky task. They, they've dropped a few places since we played them at Edgerley Park, but you expect them still to present some kind of, of challenge? Yeah, I have to be... Uh, I'm kind of like surprised at what's happened well for them. Obviously, they had a really good start to the season. Tom Denton leading the line, you know, and obviously he was a standout centre-forward at this level, hence he's moved to Chesterfield uh, for, a, for a decent sum of money. And um, 
I think that Alfredson have tried to replace him, whether it be Craig Hobson initially, they've got Pennicut up front, uh, they brought in Reece Deitch, who's been playing off of one of the flanks. So they've tried to add the goals that they've lost with Denton. But uh, well, when you see a result like spending more beating 7-1, you kind of question you know, the overall what's happening there. But uh, they're still a very strong, formidable outfit, uh, especially on their own patch. Uh, they've got a lot of experienced players, well-paid players who've uh, got a slight cut above this level. And I think that um, Billy Heath will be looking for this as a game to get back to winning ways and, and put themselves in the in, in the hunt for the playoffs. And um, so it's not going to be an easy task. We've done well there uh, in the last two league games that I've been managing. Uh, we've got the likes of Frank and uh, Niall who've played for them and they'll probably want to go back there and do well. But it's going to be a tough game. Um, it's a game, though, that we're looking forward to because if we can make it four wins on the road, then we'll all be looking forward to a Boxing Day game uh, with a bumper crowd and uh, celebrate Christmas knowing that we're in a really strong position in the league going into two home games. I asked you this a couple of weeks ago ahead of the bumper Christmas fixture. Now we're starting to get into it. I'll, I'll ask again. Do you think about squad rotation? Uh, you know, we're speaking about players like Conor DeMeo not even in the squad on Tuesday or players like Darren Stevenson you mentioned just then. Is it maybe a chance for them? Because there's so many games in such a short amount of time, is this where you look to the rest of your squad? Well, this is this is something that myself, Nick and Dave and Luke are looking at in terms of players having little niggles. There's certainly players that we could have rested who had injuries. Uh, but everybody's desperate to hold on to that shirt. So we're going into the Altenham game and everybody wants to play. Everybody, I mean, obviously Sam Walker uh, was unavailable um, and then was suspended for the Tuesday game. Uh, but apart from those players who have to sit out games for one reason or another, everybody else wants to play. I think what's really important, though, for us is that when we're in a situation like we were on Tuesday night, that, that we give at least three of the players a good chunk of minutes. Um, and then it's up to them, really, to show that they've maintain their fitness, maintain their appetite and their motivation and then show me that you've got something to offer in those 20, 30 minutes. And if you do, then you're going to be considered for a start. But, uh, you know, there's a, there's a challenge for those players to, to show that they can contribute. But at the moment, um, with the results we're getting and a performance like Tuesday night, it's very, very hard to let anybody sit out. Nobody wants to be even taken off, never mind sit out the next game. So um, the, the lads will be holding on to the shirt. We knew it was uh, going to be a tough run of games, nine games in 27, 28 days. We've come through the game so far uh, almost unscathed, apart from Frank, and obviously uh, you know, we lost Sam for two for those two games. But no, I, I think uh, if I ask the lads tonight, they'll all be raring to go Saturday. So, um, But we have to work behind the scenes to make sure players are motivated, um, you know, mentally in the right position to be able to contribute should they be called upon, because I've no doubt that at some point they will be called upon. Just finally, Jim, we've mentioned the C word a few times uh, in this chat. It is the Christmas time. What's Christmas like around Stockport County? All the players and the fans getting interacting with each other? I think it's a time of the year that everybody enjoys. And, um, you know, the Christmas dues, the, you know, the, the, the last days at work are all kind of um, remind you that Christmases are coming. It's a tough time for football people because um, you've got to maintain a certain amount of discipline and keep an eye on fixtures, training and getting everything right because you enjoy that Christmas all the more and you, you know that you've got a responsibility to thousands of people who enjoy their Christmas more when, when Stockport County are winning games. But yeah, I, I mean, obviously I want to wish everybody uh, a happy Christmas um, and uh, I think it'll be all the more enjoyable if we continue playing the way we are and um, come out in the new year uh, fighting fit for a real challenge for promotion. Jim, thanks very much. All the best for Alton. Welcome. Is it? Boy, that's strong. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that's really, really good. That is really, really good beer. That is lovely beer. That's really nice. But you, could, you couldn't have too many of them. You'd be on your back. I'm gonna at the end of the show. I'm gonna read out in Belgian what it says on the bottle. Can you read Belgian? So, well, I've got a Belgian friend who's just opened a sandwich shop in the in uh, Manchester. Actually, get oh, yeah. yourself down there. What's the shop called? It's called Victor and I've got to remember. <laughs> it's a good job he's not paying you. Yeah, yeah no. I, I actually I did his I, I did all the copy on his website for free. So um, that's good Christmas cake as well. A good Christmas cake, yeah. Good Christmas. We so, should just we should just stop talking about football. Mm, absolutely. Welcome to the food and drink podcast. Beer and cake yeah. podcast. So, um, Chris, first of all, let's look back look back at Altrincham. You know, as you say, top scorers in the division. You know, and nilled them again. Yeah. And with the games coming up, that's a real Philip. That's a real because we talk about talk about it in football. It's not always the case, but I think. In these kind of games, at this level, it is a psychological edge. It is. And what's great about it is Jim Gannon has got ammo there to come out and say to the fans and say to the players, look, this is Altrincham, we've just done them again, we've no goals conceded, blah, 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 it's really good. But he's not done that. Because they did rest a couple of players and they did blood in some new players for the second game. The first game, not so much. That was a that was a first strength, full-strength team in the FA Cup. And the trophy, yeah, they did. And there's no getting around that. But Jim's come out and, and addressed that honestly. So he's not looking for any free rides. So that's that was the first positive I took out of the interview, if you like. But to go into the mindsets of the county players and have a look back at the last game in the Altrincham game, county treated it with the utmost professionalism. And that's what you expect of those players now. doesn't matter the competition. If it's the FA Cup, FA Trophy, if it's a league, if it's a friendly, county are going to take the games seriously. And the fact that they went out there played like that, that will now be in their minds. Altrincham have got to come, whether they play a couple of different players in midfield or or not, they've got to come to County next week on Boxing Day and then host them again on New Year's Day, knowing we've just lost to these twice. So that's going to be on your mind. It, it'll either be on your mind where you think, let's not lose to them again, and they, and they lock up and try and just keep a clean sheet and play out from the back and all the rest of it, or... They go gung ho and think, well, let's get a few more goals quickly because we know we've got goals. Either way, it's on their mind. So if County then get the early goal or get the first goal, well, all of a sudden your mindset's not back a bit and you can't have three losses to the next door neighbours. You can't. You can't have three losses in quick succession. It's embarrassing. So, definite, if you want to read into it, for, for the fans in particular, definite confidence boost there, definite mindset advantage. But I think if you ask the players, that's probably why Jim didn't allude to it too much. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, they they didn't play their full strength side. But again, it doesn't matter. No. You know, you do what you have to do. You had a game to win. You know, you want to get to Wembley. Always treated the FA Trophy quite seriously. You know, was it last year, the year before? Quite a good run in the FA Trophy. Yeah, yeah. But every game, every game for Jim, thoroughly professional. You couldn't see him ever doing that. He always, you know, he's got a. He he never treats it as a team. It's always a squad anyway, mm-hmm. and he's always, you know, every single game is different for him anyway. So, so who cares that they what they put out? County won one nil. They're in the next round. County have beaten Altrincham twice now. So that's all that matters. So Tuesday night, even more fun. Just a fun night. <laughs> I, I've got to say, <clears throat> I mean, I hope we never have to play Ashton again. Apart from if it's in some obscure cup competition, but. I mean that in a nice way. 
Uh, I'd be happy if they stayed up and we went up. Nothing against them, and it, it was a lovely ground. Um, the, the pub next door is <laughs> 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 really nice. But um, yeah, the, I mean, when County first dropped into non-league, and then when they uh, again dropped down again into this division, the only positive I could remember thinking was, well, at least we're going to blow teams away, which was a bit naive and a bit, you know, obviously it's not it's not worked out like that. But it was the kind of performance on Tuesday night that I expected us to be putting in when we dropped to this level because Ashton. They had a plucky start, you know, for 10 or 15 minutes they tried to absorb a bit of pressure, they tried to come out swinging a little bit, but it was obvious, they weren't going to keep it up, it wasn't going to last. They were not making the most of their chances when they had these chances. So, County stuck to the guns, got it rolling, got it rolling. As soon as a couple of goals went in, you saw the heads go down and County ran riot. That's the professionalism, that's the level that we're speaking about, about the... You know the the standards that Jim Gannon and his team have set. These are players and these are staff that have worked at a much higher level, uh, and they're not used to this level. They're not used to. So if they see a team essentially roll over, they're not going to take it easy on them. They're going to go for them. Uh, and you think, well, that's goal difference to make up. All of a sudden, we've got a plus six goal difference higher than we had at the start of the night. A that's one nil, a one nil job would have done it. Would have taken us into the playoffs. But we've now got six. Goals in the four column and none in the against, which is amazing. You think of that come to the end of the season, that could be really crucial. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and you know, a couple of seasons ago, seasons ago, it would have been great to have that six mm. plus in the in the column. But who um, who was your man? Who was the man over the two games? <laughs> Call me with some Christmas cake. <laughs> have a little bit of beer. It's you nice. Can. It's lovely. This it is lovely, is lovely beer. Yeah, um, it is. But it, you can you can feel how strong it is. <laughs> it's called triple carmelette. Triple carmelette. Yes, it is. And it's lovely. Um, for me, so so John John Kieran asked me in commentary on the night, and I've got to stick to my guns on this one. Jake Kirby has been phenomenal since coming back from his loan spell at Warrington. Um, you know, he's a player that has done it for County before in his previous spell when Neil Young brought him in. He was an exciting player to come back, but he was getting over this horrible injury. He's gone out on loan, got his fitness up, got his sharpness back, and he's come in, and from the first minute to the 92nd minute, he's foot down, running out of his box, transitioning himself, you know, from defence to attack. He's getting shots in, crosses in. You know, Warby could have had a hat-trick. Kirby could have had a hat-trick. It could have gone either way. The Scott Duxbury was in for a really good shout for Deman this week. But you think Jake Kirby, all he's come back from, to slot into that team, Warby and Ducks have been there from the start of the season, last season. They know that, the lads. They know the camp. Kirby's had to come back into that. And for me, to go and do that on a Tuesday night, it gets, it gets you extra credit, I think. Yeah, fair play. We'll, uh, we'll drink to that. Oh, I've just had some more Christmas cake. Uh, listeners will be happy to know I've finished it now. Yeah. But it was it was really lovely cake. My Christmas cake has gone. My Christmas <laughs> cake went, went really, really early. You're ruthless. Yeah. Well, something set the dogs off, but um, we'll carry on anyway. Um, so, difficult Christmas period ahead. Always difficult. You yeah. Know, just just because of the amount of games these... but it's, it's crazy. The amount of games these players are asked to play at, at this time of year at the start of the season then there's a bit of a normal period and then it all goes crazy again yeah um, I think you look at the I mean the, the scheduling is, is a whole conversation in itself but you, you look at counties in particular 
and the majority of the games now are teams above them, above us in the league. So we've got Alti twice, who are above us, Kidderminster, who are above us. So three games in particular, they're really, really hard. Then just after the turn of the year, you've got Bradford, who of course challenging for that top spot with Chorley at the moment. Always seem to play well at, uh, at Edgley Park exactly, and you know, Bradford as well. They know how to lock up, they know what to do. So um, yeah, there is work to do for County, but if you can get some wins there, if you can get some points on the board against those teams, you're in a really, really strong position. And that's what Jim has got his players believing. Although Altrincham and Kidderminster and Bradford are in the slots above County at this moment, there is no way they're going to be looking back thinking... Oh, fancy that game. That's an easy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if anything, this is the one team you don't want to play right now because they're putting goals in against teams higher. Uh, they're putting goals in against teams like Ashton. Okay, it's only teams like Ashton, but it's six goals. They're putting teams away like Spennymoor, who are above them. Teams away like Altrincham, who are above them. So why would you want to face County at this moment in time? And I think there's positives all over, but there's work to be done. I think this really could go wrong. You know, we could lose a couple of games. County fans have got to keep a level head throughout this. Bear in mind the, the busy schedule, the tough games coming up, and just have a bit of courage and faith because, uh, as Jim said so many times this season, believe in the players and they'll deliver, and they have done. Absolutely. So, and who's you want to watch? Let's, you know, take first two games, really. Let's take them. There are, Saturday and Boxing Day. There are so many, I think, for us to, to look over. You'd say, I want to keep an eye on Jake Kirby. I want to see what he's doing. I'm loving seeing what Matty Warburton's doing at the moment because he's still reveling. You know, he's still just in crisp form at the moment. But for me, the one to watch is Paul Turnbull. He's come back into the side. He's got the captain's arm on. He's in the engine room in the middle of the park. Uh, and I remember when he started uh, this season. I know he came in towards the end of last season, but you know, he's kind of playing catch up a little bit. Um, and there was players very similar to him in his role. Now this season, he's made the position in the centre of the park his own. He's contesting. A highly expectant new signing, Jordan Keane. He's challenging Sam Walker, who's having the season of his life. Uh, but he's made a position for himself in the middle of the park, even overcoming a really, really bad injury to do that. And I think, for me, he's a string puller. Jake Kirby, Matty Warburton, Elliot Osborne, Adam Thomas, they can only do their game if someone like him is pulling the strings. So um, it's great that he's back. It's great that he's getting minutes under his belt. For me, he's the one to watch, Paul Turnbull. And do you, do you see... So you you mentioned you know Elliot Osborne you you mentioned Sam Walker you, you know Bully's back now um, how do you see the kind of squad playing out do you see you know those them all getting a little a little bit of get or a lot of game time but between them kind of you know Jim's got Jim's got a shuffling act to go on you know there's been a lot of talk this week with all the politics stuff about cabinet reshuffles and whatever well he's he's got squad reshuffles if you like. Um, you know, there's there's going to be Conor DeMeo banging on the door, Darren Stevenson banging on the door. You know, all these players who are why am I at Gaffer? Why am I not playing? I you know come to this club and, uh, and you know, that's what you want. Uh, but Jim touched on that in his interview. You can't keep everybody happy at the moment. County are winning games and winning them well. So you've got to stick with that formation. You've got to stick with that formula. You've got to stick with those players. Ultimately, um, it is football. We've seen it so many times. Just a few weeks ago, Jake Kirby, it looked like he was on loan for a couple of months down in Warrington. You know, he was going to be there until December, January. All of a sudden, a week later, he's back, scoring goals, getting man of the match, getting everything that comes with that. And he's the, you know, the first choice on that. So I think there will be shuffles, but the players who don't get in straight away, you know, they have to bide the time. They have to believe in what's going on because 
they, their, their time will come and I think they, they've got a lot to offer absolutely so um, so that's county done with mm-hmm. tell us tell us about the beer so why are we drinking this fantastic beer this evening well we should we should we, we should give some thanks um, because these these were brought over to us uh, a couple of weeks ago now uh, one thing and I said this on Facebook at the Getting time and having a drink of this great beer <laughs> it, is, it is lovely uh, and you, you should again we should we should say a few weeks ago a real perk of this for me is Martin you and I say this every week the, the county fans I would say are the best around and I don't just say that willy nilly um, the, the, all that we've been through the, the fact that we've dropped down all these levels uh, and still you know still turn out in the numbers we do make them the best one perk of that certainly for us is the, is the reach that we have, where we're listened to. We hear stories about how people listen in Africa, how people listen in America. Uh, and a friend of the show, uh, he certainly is a friend of the show now, uh, Ron Shaw was a driver, uh, a coach driver over in Europe. Uh, and he was saying that he always listens to County on his phone while he's... Not on his phone, like he doesn't drive <laughs> yeah. while he's on he's the phone. He's not breaking the law. No, he's not breaking the law. He <laughs> plays it out of the speakers or whatever. Um, and that's how he stays in touch with the club. That's how he... While he's driving, excuse me, gassy, gassy beer. <laughs> while he's driving us around, you know, while he's driving his coaches around, he's um, he's playing county out. So he, he brought us some um, lovely beers back, which I thought it only right for us to share around the team. Uh, he's brought us a lovely glass that goes with him. I said the name of the beer before. I'm going to try again. Trapel Carmeliet. Yeah. Carmeliet. Um, and you can read Belgian. Yeah, I, I can read Belgian. Go on. What what does the front of the bottle say? Well, I'd give another shout out to somebody else that we met at the Legends evening, uh, Will Howells, and he's again he's a he's an outlier. He's down in Surrey, I believe, and uh, he listens every week. And he was back. He was born in Stockport, and he got the county bug, and he's never lost it. And he's uh, he's uh, fan- and he's um, he's interested in doing some work with us. So I said, you know, maybe we'll we'll get him on. And we'll do a you know the voice of the fans it's or the you know it's the kind of the work down where south any, yeah. any county fan can come and work with yeah, you but you've, absolutely. but you've got to pay us that's the kind of work <laughs> yeah yeah and just say you know will beer you know <laughs> so here's the it's what it says on the uh, on the bottle it says authentic trois grand beer non steeds gebran volgens in 17th use that dendemons calmerter and set and what does that say in english that says great beer <laughs> <laughs> really strong, really great beer. So, <laughs> expect a hangover. <laughs> yeah, bloody expect a big hangover. Handover, see, I'm already getting my words wrong. Um, before we go, I've got a very important question to ask you. Go on. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? Die Hard is a fantastic film for any time of year, <laughs> but so is Elf. Yes, yes, I would say it is a Christmas film. Yeah. Um, I've watched it twice <laughs> already, <laughs> but I mean, I'm I'm. We've well, not watched Elf yet. Bruce We're Wi- saving it. Bruce Willis is my, I think my favourite actor of all time. Ever. Oh really? You look, watch films like Last Boy Scout and Hostage, um, so I could watch Die Hard any day of the week. Uh, yeah, of course it is. He's not De Niro, is he? But I'll, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. I, I'm not sure if Die Hard is a, is a Christmas film, but that but that's fine. Elf is definitely a Christmas film. Um, have a great Christmas from the County Life podcast. Uh, we'll see you again, hopefully, after another good week for County. It's good night from me. Good night from me as well. And just to echo, have a very merry Christmas. We'll have a very merry evening on these beers. <laughs> we certainly will. <laughs> <laughs>